Hello guys, welcome to episode 1 of Generation No Hope. I am your host, JD Azon, and today's episode, as you've read probably, is job is about job hunting and that the struggle is real. Okay, first of all, I want to start by asking you guys, have you ever had that friend that would apply to this one job and boom, they get it the next day, but then you, you apply and you've been applying to other jobs and you just don't get any jobs at all, but it was their first, your friend's first time applying to a job and then they get it. And it's like, ah, what the hell? What, what are you doing to me, life? So really, it, job hunting, the struggle is real. And I feel like job hunting is all about connections. It's, it's not fair, basically. You just need to have the connections. If you have the connections, boom, you got the job. And plus, um, if you have a small lucky break, you worked like two years and now you have experience because two years is the most common kind of base ground for experience in any field. So let's say you worked as a cashier and you work two years, boom, you have experience. And if you have less than two years of experience, they kind of eh, meh, kind of do that. So lately, I applied, I've applied a new type of attitude whenever I'm applying. So the attitude is, it's okay if I don't get hired, it's, it doesn't really matter. It's not the end of the world. It seems like a bad strategy, but it gives me less nerves and I come off more confident. I'm not saying I got a job yet, but I have... <laughs> I mean, lately, I applied for Olive Garden and um, as a busser. <laughs> okay, so I went to the interview, right? And okay, first of all, the bus ride there was not good because there are no buses there. It's like this highway, freeway thing. So there aren't any buses that stop there. And then I had to go through train tracks. And then there was a ditch. And I just stepped into it, but it was just filled with water. And I just can't. So anyways, I go there. I get to the front and they asked me hello and like they they thought I was a customer I brought in my freaking shitty I mean sorry my bad resume I guess I mean I don't have any experience to put in there so I just put skills that I have or I specialize in or I'm proud to have hobbies and interests that I like but I, I didn't even get to use it I just had it with me it was so awkward that I brought that piece of paper, but my attitude wasn't awkward, obviously. Why would I? Okay, so then they take me to this table, and then they were like, okay, wait here. I don't even know how much time passes because I'm so damn thirsty from freaking walking to Olive Garden because I, oh my gosh, okay. The travel was the worst part. Even if I get accepted for the job, I'm probably going to 
decline it because the travel is so exhausting. Anyways, so he just blah, 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 asked me some availability. And then <laughs> he asked me, um, why are you applying as a busser? That's like a really low job. And I was kind of shocked. I was like, um, because I have no experience. And then he gave me the look, like, okay, kind of look. And okay, I'm really good at poker face. So I just kept looking at him straight. And I, I make eye contact that even it makes me feel awkward. That That's how much eye contact I make. Okay, um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he was, he said um, he'll call me if he accepts me. And the orientation for the job is on Sunday, but it's, it's Tuesday. And he said it'll take no later than Monday. So that probably means I didn't get accepted. <laughs> and he only asked me why I got the busser job after I told him that I was trying to major in computer science and I was a university student. <laughs> it was so funny to me because um, I then realized I don't give myself much credit and I deserve more credit. So lesson learned, it only took me 18 freaking years to learn that and great. <laughs> so it may seem like, okay, so I've, you've heard my story about Olive Garden. That was my first interview. <laughs> My first job interview. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is so bad. Even I'm realizing it. This is why I made this podcast. Because there is no hope for this generation. <laughs> or it seems like for me, it no. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so yeah, the struggle is real. Like the episode title says... And okay, so that whole story is basically telling about that struggle. And I've been job hunting since I was 10th grade, like grade 9 maybe even. I started getting interested in jobs or trying to get a job when I was in grade 8 or 9, 8, 9, and then got really interested in grade 10. That's when I actually started making resumes. I made resumes before the required calm curriculum for Alberta in Canada because I'm from Canada and in Alberta they have this course about basically living life and it tells you about taxes that they have and insurance and how to save money but it was completely useless the only use uh useful thing that came out of that was my first resume and they gave us a platform to use to build our resume so i've been applying for jobs since 10th grade and well i'm not getting any jobs even though i applied i've applied to hundreds and I can't even count. I don't I don't know. Sometimes I would apply in, at like 2 a.m. before I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but I mean, that's that's not the norm. OK, OK, I'm just saying some that's usually when I'm most um, 
thinking about how hard life is and I'm like oh shoot I need to get a job that's it's like those times where I think about where my life is gonna go for some reason and so I was like okay if I'm not getting any job jobs any jobs at all I might as well volunteer that I don't want to waste my time and I've volunteered in so many organizations I can't even it doesn't even fit on my resume I have to choose which volunteer opportunities I want to put based on the um, skills and requirements of the job description because I have so many I worked at this is gonna be a completely new episode about volunteering but I worked at a senior home it was so depressing I there was this time I saw a casket and because someone died and okay yeah another story for another time but the point is for you to have a good stable job you need a connection and usually you get that through your parents um, I've had friends who were forced to work because of their parents um, because they're just like oh you have to earn money here I have a friend and that works in McDonald's or whatever any fast food chain and that is really good starting experience so for people who are looking for jobs that should you should apply for and you don't know what to apply for apply for McDonald's especially that's really good uh, if they see your work experience in McDonald's you you'll probably be accepted anywhere because um, McDonald's is good and there was also this time and McDonald's is good yeah but like I said it's all about connections so you have um, a more high chat I don't even English oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> oh, um, I can't English ah you have a higher chance of being accepted with connections and I keep saying connection connection connections because it's it's the most important thing in this freaking world you can't be a millionaire and have no connections that's just impossible unless you had like a stock exchange or I don't know stocks um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> I applied to McDonald's before on National Hiring Day. So there's McDonald's National Hiring Day, which probably occurs a once a month or something like that. Um, but they have those days where it's just they're so very open. They're very open to hiring people. And I applied to National Hiring Day three times, and I didn't get hired. And it was National Hiring Day. That, <laughs> that to me is just so depressing whenever I think about it. And I had a connection there too. My mom's friend was friends with the previous manager there. So even with connections, it's but it wasn't a direct connection it was like 
her, my mom's friend's friend. So connections are everything, I would say. I can't give you any tips because I have, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, I have no idea how to job hunt because, I mean, if I knew how, I would have a job already. And that's the hunting part. <laughs> I haven't hunted a job yet. I'm hunting, but I haven't hunted. So, um, from what I can tell you right now, though, is if you have no job, try to volunteer. Even though you end up like me, it's really good to have experience in um, little stuff like that. It would give you confidence. And so, it would give you confidence in, let's say, you get a job like that. You can tell yourself, oh, I have a little bit of experience in that because I had a volunteer opportunity there. So it just gives you um, a wide range of tasks you can do. So that will help you in the long run. And this might sound really cliche. I mean, I myself don't even have a job yet, but... I can sometimes get job, very temporary jobs here and there and get me a couple bucks. Uh, it's not a lot, but it's something. And what I always tell myself, this is kind of... Uh, <laughs> my friend just says, oh my gosh, Jenny. Like, <laughs> is that, hey, there's always construction work. I mean, <laughs> it's so bad, but... It's kind of true. It, I mean, okay, construction work is kind of, not kind of, it is hard work, but it's the easiest job to get into just because, I say that because you don't need any requirements. They're not looking for special skills or anything. They're just looking for someone to work. And, I mean, I tell myself, hey, you can get a workout of, out of it, but I can't tell myself yet that because I haven't experienced it and plus you need steel, steel boots so I don't know and I think you need like steel gloves or something I really want to ride one of those um escalator things that go up really high in the building that's that but hey those are all just and the important thing oh sorry sorry one important thing is to not be so narrow-minded, always have a big picture whenever you're job hunting because uh, there's this point where I just completely gave up because I wasn't getting any jobs and it affected me uh, mentally. It discouraged me and it brought me down and this brings me back to the Olive Garden um, interview where I thought I could only be a busser, you know, I couldn't be a waitress because I have no job experience, but that's not true. That's not true at all. I realized it in the Olive Garden day that that is not true. Don't lower yourself, your standards, just because you think that way. Always think about the things you've done and that would um, put you in a good mental place <laughs> because that was horrible. I, I didn't have any confidence in myself and that sucks. So, job hunting, 
no solution for that yet. I'll get back on. I'll get back to you guys if I do get a job. I'll make an episode immediate, immediately, like a podcast, just for my first job. That would be amazing, and I hope my first job would basically be my last job. That's my dream, basically, right now. So I'm thinking big, because if you think bigger, then you can achieve higher, you know. So there you go. That's your little、um, encouragement of the day, and、um, I hope you guys、uh, enjoy this. Maybe you're in a bus home. Maybe you're alone in your room and you just have no one to talk to, or don't want to talk to anyone. But thank you for clicking on this podcast of Generation of No Hope, or Generation No Hope. Oh, I don't even know the title of my own podcast. Oh my gosh, Generation No Hope, where you thought really pessimistically and you decided to click my icon. You found me. And I hope we all enjoy it together, and we all help each other throughout this journey. And oh my gosh, I sound like this. I'm gonna do a podcast also with a British accent because I've been practicing that. So, thanks for listening to Generation No Hope podcast, and let's continue to struggle to the future. Because the future is now. That doesn't make any sense. But let's do this. And I'm your host, JD Azon. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.